0: Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today we're doing a holiday dish that I well, I guess I didn't realize this was a holiday dish until I kind of thought about how many times I've made it and when I usually make it and doggone it, it's a holiday dish. It's mushroom shrimp creole. This is a really flavorful, saucy, shrimpy, mushroomy, you know, topping for rice, I guess you would say. <laughs> it's a sauce that has a lot of body to it and you serve it over rice and it's very delicious. But it's something that over the years, I always seem to make around Christmas and New Year's. I don't know why. I was kind of thinking though, shrimp is generally on sale around Christmas and New Year's. So that's probably why that I always make it around there. you just have extra shrimp left over from family stuff. Oh yeah. Or else, you know, like last week I found it on sale, like half price. So I got four bags of shrimp, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> so, this this is a dish. I mean, it takes a while to cook it cuz it's it's a sort of a dish that you build, but it's worth it. It's very good and it's something that's probably not in your usual rotation, especially for our part of the country. The nice thing about this particular Creole recipe is is you can make it completely not hot at all and have no spice in it other than black pepper, or you can make it very very spicy which would be more of the tradition of Creole type of a sauce. Now, there's a lot of things on this list that are probably pantry items, but there's a few things you might have to pick up, like Worcestershire sauce. And I always, I always used to think, like, what do people use that stuff for? And this is the thing that I use it for. I, I don't think I have any other recipe that calls for Worcestershire sauce, except for this one. So I always have it on hand for this particular recipe and that's about it. <laughs> so, here we go. You'll need a couple tablespoons of olive oil, one large onion chopped, one large green bell pepper seeded and chopped, two ribs of celery cleaned and chopped into small pieces, one clove of garlic or 1 tablespoon of jarred minced garlic, one can of diced tomatoes undrained. And it's a 29-ounce size can, and this is where you can use either plain diced tomatoes or you can use the spicy style of diced tomatoes that you get. There's various brands that make that. Whatever you like, you can use from mild to hot, depending on your heat level. And I usually go with a medium hot tomatoes to throw some heat into it ahead of time. You'll need one six-ounce can of tomato paste, one and a half tablespoons of brown sugar, one tablespoon of Worcestershire sauce. I'm very proud of myself for saying this word three times now. I'm, I am in <laughs> shock because you need to. I mean, bowl tends to throw you for a loop, but you can say Worcestershire <laughs> puree. Yeah. <laughs> Where did this come from? <laughs> I know. Well, sure. <laughs> oh, I amaze myself some days. Uh, one teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of black pepper, a half teaspoon of dry basil, one bay leaf, and then you'll need one and a half to two pounds of cooked medium-sized shrimp peeled, deveined, and the tail off. I buy the frozen shrimp that is already cooked, peeled, deveined, and then I thaw it and remove the tails before I add it to the dish. You can always leave the tails on if you like that for appearance, but it's so difficult to eat it that way. So what I do is I get the regular bag of shrimp, and I think it's a two-pound bag. It's usually the medium size, so you get like 41 to... It usually says like 41 to 55 shrimp in the bag. And then I thaw that and I pop the tails off and rinse it and it's ready to go in. And then you'll need one jar of whole button mushrooms or one four ounce can of sliced mushrooms, or you can use fresh mushrooms and you would need like, listen, I'll say it's to your liking. If you like a lot of mushrooms, put in a full cup of mushrooms. If you don't like a lot of mushrooms, use a half cup of mushrooms, whatever you like. It's very nice using the whole button mushrooms that are canned because they're small and they just complement the shrimp really well. But do what you like with mushrooms. But you want to use mushrooms. Don't leave the mushrooms out. I mean, you can leave the mushrooms out, but then it's not mushroom shrimp creole. It would just be shrimp creole. Make it yours. Do what you want. This recipe right here serves about four people. So you'll need two to three cups of hot cooked rice for serving this. Another thing you would want to know is that this recipe can easily be doubled, tripled, or quadrupled, which I have done on multiple occasions. Like when we had a big party, I would make a big pot of this and just have um, my big rice cooker full of rice. And it was really nice. It was actually a strange thing for a party, but it was really nice and people loved it because it's kind of, it's different, it's tasty, it's pretty easy to eat, you know. So it was very well liked. I I just think it's so funny when I was thinking about this that I swear this is a holiday dish at our house. Strange but true. So (laughs) here we go. You're going to take your olive oil, about two tablespoons of olive oil, and heat it either in a very large skillet or in a Dutch oven. You can use either one. I've used either. It works well either way. Something that you have a lid for. You'll take your onion, your chopped onion, your bell pepper, and your celery, and as this is called the holy trinity in Creole cooking, <laughs> and you want to saute that in your olive oil. Once they get cooked to the point where they're starting to like the onion will start to become translucent. Of course, the celery will be as hard as a rock, so don't worry about that because it'll cook in the sauce. That's why you put it in it right at the beginning. Yes. Absolutely. So you wanna you wanna cook those, get those going. Then once you get those to where they start to cook, add your garlic then. You don't want you don't want to put your garlic in the whole time because you don't want to risk it burning overcooking or anything like that. Put your garlic in, toss that around a bit for a couple minutes. Now you want to add your can of diced tomatoes and your can of tomato paste. Then take your little can of tomato paste and fill it with water almost up to the top so that you can stir it around and get all the paste out. And then pour that into your big can from tomatoes and swish it around. You don't want to waste any of the tomato in the can is what I'm saying. And then dump that into your pan. Stir that around and mix it. Get that tomato paste all mixed in with your tomatoes and everything. And bring it up to a little bit of a boil there, a light boil, simmery sort of a thing. Now you want to add your brown sugar, your Worcestershire sauce, your salt, pepper, basil, and the bay leaf. And stir that in well. Bring that up to a boil. Once you get a nice boil out of it, reduce your heat and cover and simmer that for 30 to 45 minutes to an hour. Make sure that it's not cooking too hard. Just keep it at a nice simmer to let those flavors meld and develop into a nice... It'll it, This will make a very nice thick sauce. You'll be amazed. You might even want to actually add a little bit more water if it seems too thick to you. But this makes a nice thick sauce. You can also add to your seasonings, if you want to spice this up, you can add a tablespoon of Creole seasoning like Zatarain's or Tony Chasher's. You can add hot sauce like Louisiana Red Hot if you like that, a little bit of that in there. If you want to spice this up before you begin your long simmer, you can do that. Do however you want to. I really like the dried creole seasonings for this sort of a thing. So my go-to is Tony Cheshire's and I really like that one, but any are good. Now, while that's simmering, get your shrimp ready. This is what I do is I thaw my shrimp You can either take them out the night before and put them in the refrigerator and thaw them, or just take them out and let them thaw some at room temperature in the bag, sealed bag. Once they begin to thaw, they're not thawed, but they're just beginning to thaw, I take them and put them into a colander and start to rinse them with cold water, toss them around every once in a while, rinse a little, toss them around, and then I'll start to remove the tails from them. Just make sure that there's no tail debris left on the shrimp. Make sure there's no vein in them or anything. And then you can have those all ready to go into the sauce. And then drain your mushrooms or clean and cut up your mushrooms so they're ready too. Once your sauce is simmered for its time period, you're going to take the lid off of it and you're going to spread your shrimp out over the top of that sauce and your mushrooms and then very gently turn them into the sauce and allow that to come up again to a simmer, and then simmer that for 10 minutes. This usually takes about 15 minutes for the sauce to come back up with the shrimp in there and the mushrooms, and then let that simmer for about 10 more minutes, and you're ready to go. And you serve that over your hot rice. It's delicious. It's just delicious. You get enough sauce off of this. It's not a very thin sauce it's a very thick sauce so you put that on your rice and kind of toss that around a little bit and it's so flavorful you'll really enjoy it we just had this the other night and I actually had the leftovers for my lunch today at work it's so good it's just so good so now uh, can you use any kind of rice that you like do you recommend a specific kind of rice to go with it I usually use white rice with this, but you can use whatever you like, white rice, brown rice, wild rice, whatever you like with it. And I've used, I've actually used white and brown rice with this and it's good either way, but, and you don't have to even flavor, you know, just make your rice regular, like rinse the rice, put it in your rice cooker or cook it in a pot on the stove. However, you generally make rice, you don't have to season it or anything, or, you know, sometimes people cook rice in chicken broth or something. You, you don't have to do that. Just cook it in water put a little salt in there and you're ready to go and this is it's really tasty it's it doesn't even take that long I mean I made this after work you know what I mean so it doesn't take that long to make altogether I think total it took like total of everything was probably like an hour and a half so it's not a terribly long you know I just had to make sure I got my shrimp out in the morning and had them in the fridge you know but it doesn't take a terribly long time to make and it's very good it's it's a very good thing if you like shrimp and you like those creole flavors, I think you would really enjoy this recipe because it's just, it's very good. But like I said, if you don't put any heat into it, it still has a wonderful flavor to it and it's still delicious. Make it how you like it. I really hope you give this a try because this is a good recipe. It's a very good recipe that I've been, oh my goodness, I think I've been making this for, oh, I bet you about 25 years. I hope you enjoy it too. And I hope you get a chance to try it over the holidays. And I just want to wish you a happy new year. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and threads at Merrimack Bakehouse, on Instagram at Merrimack Bakehouse and Merrimack Podcast, and on our website, merrimackpodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did. And if you didn't, too bad for you.